Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. Thanks for joining us here on our weekly podcast. We are a tech company called JSL Solutions, and we have several products. We have StreamingChurch.tv, Church App Live, and MyFlock.com. All right, and uh, of course, StreamingChurch.tv is our streaming video platform, and uh, Church App Live is the mobile app, and MyFlock.com is our church management, website, interactive stuff on that. So you can uh, find all those things by going to those websites we mentioned. And uh, this is a podcast that deals uh, uh, mostly with tech-related things, obviously, because that's our that's what we are, that's who we who we are, but we also are people that go to local churches, and we have a very extensive background in ministry, leadership stuff, pastoral stuff, uh, you name it, we have been involved in it. Some for, AV tech stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing, working with volunteers, working with pastors. And so on this podcast, we cover a variety of topics, and sometimes we talk about leadership things, uh, working with volunteers, working with pastors, working with church boards, and of course, we, as we just mentioned earlier, talk about tech-related things as well. So uh, Steve and I have been talking the last uh, two podcast about live encoders. This is primarily for streaming video. And we've talked about the Flash Media Live Encoder, the pros and cons. We talked last week about Wirecast by Telestream, the pros and cons. You can go back and find those on iTunes. Just search for Church Solutions Podcast as well as many, many others. We're going to kind of continue the theme. I was just thinking about the uh, the Flash Media Live Encoder is a free option, and Wirecast is a paid option. Right. And today we're going to talk about another paid option and another free option. Yes, we are. And uh, today we're going to run across, talk about something we recently kind of ran, ran across, and it's called the Open Broadcast Encoder or Open Broadcast Software. Right. Uh, this is uh, this is kind of nice. Free one. That's we're the also, free one. Yeah. yeah. What was the other one? Go ahead. While Vid Blaster. Vid Blaster is the one that's not free. Yeah. And and again, these are software related products, things you could download on your computer. Right. As opposed to box encoders and you know hardware that you would get and plug in. So uh, so Open Broadcaster. Let's go ahead and and talk about that today. Right, I'm kind of excited about it. Okay. I, I kind of like it and. Uh, uh, I don't have a lot of experience in it with it yet, but uh, uh, I like what I've seen so far. So, so uh, tell us, uh, Mister Expert Steve Lacey, <laughs> on expert. open open broadcast software. So, open broadcast software is a an open source piece of software, and so that means a few things. If uh, if they have a good community behind them and some passionate developers, that means that it's usually pretty robust stuff. And it's updated often, and the bugs are squashed, and, and it's free. So uh, now, let me stop for just a moment. Tell us a little bit about this whole open software because it is, we're not just talking about live encoders. I mean, the whole open software movement has as, been around for a while. Yeah, it's been going. It's been around a long time, as long as as there has been software. I mean, Bill Gates introduced the paid proprietary closed software. 
um, environment. And about that same time, there were people that were really passionate that felt that software should be free and that you should develop in a very open source manner where the others, developers, can take your source code you share the stuff freely, and people can improve on on the, the software and move it forward. So one of my first experiences has been with, uh, uh, I mean, you have Microsoft Word, you know, to do the the do your documents and stuff, and uh, Open. What's another one? It's called I can't I can't think of the name. It's what is well, it? It's it's Open Open off, Open Office. Open Office. That's so Open Office is kind of along those same lines, right? Yes. It's free. It does a lot of the same things that Microsoft Office does, but it's but it's but it's free and it's open software. Right. Uh, there's another one is Libre. Libre Office, yeah. Actually, I think Open Office uh, began the effort, and then actually Open Office got bought up. Okay, and there was some strife and pro- issues, and so Libre Office branched off of that. Mm-hmm. And LibreOffice has kind of taken the mantle with uh, in the open software community is the the office alternative. Yeah, you, I mean you can run PowerPoint slides off it. Yeah, you can open, open and save uh, in all the Microsoft formats, and it's got you know tools that are equivalent yeah. to PowerPoint or Word. Right. Or, I don't think they can handle Publisher though. I don't think they, they can. don't have a Publisher, but they do have a, a draw tool. That okay. uh, Microsoft doesn't offer. So, okay. So uh, we'll we'll get back on topic here. Although we're <laughs> not too far off because it is it's open software and open broadcaster is, is again goes in that same vein right. of things. It, it's a company that uh, uh, the current version is is been released just this past month, I think. So they've done some. They seem like they've uh, just, stayed on top. Just of a few weeks ago uh, is the the most recent release on Windows. And they also have, and then last month was the version for Mac. They have two versions. They have a version that's dedicated that only runs on Windows, and then they have a multi-platform version that okay. is targeted to run on a bunch of different platforms. And, and again, we're talking about a live streaming encoder here. Yes. Just to clarify things. Uh, so it runs on Mac. It runs on Windows. Uh, will it run on, uh, what, what's your favorite software, Ubuntu or whatever it's uh, called? Ubuntu or Linux is the... Linux behind the scenes operating system they have uh they advertise a version there and it's kind of alpha it's not um you know they have a version that actually i downloaded it and installed it and ran it on the machine you're working you're running off of there Um, i don't have a camera hooked up so i couldn't see the inputs but it's kind of a pre-release state on linux but it'll it'll go through some iterations so the open broadcaster software, where it gets its background, or where where I think there's going to be a lot of um, activity with this thing, is the whole gaming world has okay. become uh, a, a spectator sport. Uh, my kids are really into it. I'm not really that much into it, but they talk about the pro gamers and their six figure incomes and um, yeah. and. And the the audiences that the gamers get online, primarily through Twitch, which was recently purchased by who were they purchased by? I, I've heard of it, but I don't know. My son's a gamer, but I don't think to the degree that your kids are. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. shoot, I can't remember. One of the big three uh, companies here in the world bought Twitch. I can't remember. Okay, or the top five, you know, in that yeah. whole tech arena. I can't sure. remember who they were. Anyway, uh, so they'll get. 
they'll get tens of thousands of viewers watching these gamers, these you know high level gamers, and so what that does is there's a whole gaming community that wants to broadcast their pieces. Um, as we mentioned, Flash Media Live Encoders, five, six years old now, is not being updated, won't be maintained in the future. Plus, it doesn't have some of the features that this open broadcaster software tool has for for broadcasting in the gaming arena. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, I'm not interested in gaming. Maybe some people here are, but we're primarily talking about streaming video. Right. Uh, where you want to stream your services, stream your, your services church. live, yeah. But uh, yeah, as I mentioned, it gets a, it's streaming video, but it's streaming right. video of people playing video games, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's I, I found in 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 the overall secular world that when you talk about streaming video, that's what most people think of. Oh yeah, gaming. We want to stream our gaming stuff. Yeah, or they think of Netflix. Yeah, I got streaming video. That's, that's yeah. I mean that's the other one. Yeah. I'm watching my movies via that's streaming, true. which yeah. is the same kind of yeah. thing. But right. the 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 gaming world is kind of behind this OBS, so just by the fact that you know it's the most recent release was this month, uh, I haven't looked at the version history, but I am guessing they're pushing out releases either once a month mm-hmm. or in a you know similar frequency to that. Okay, so. So, so this is an alternative mainly to Flash Media Live Encoder because it is free. Yes, uh, and and we talked last week about Wirecast as in, in a, a very good product, but it's a paid product. But there are some features here with Open Broadcaster that seem to me like they could be even much better than Flash Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder. Oh, then yeah, yeah seems that way to me. Yeah, definitely. So the number one thing, well, there's a few things that are going to set set it apart. Um, is you well, for one, you can have as an unlimited number of what they call scenes and sources or sources. Okay. And so with Flash Media Live Encoder, it's going to take one video and one audio input. Right. And with this, you can feed in multiple video inputs. So you and could have two or three cameras. You can have two or three cameras going. And you don't need a switcher in front of it like you would for Flash right. or something. Right. So if you have you know multiple video cards on your computer or a way to your computer recognize the multiple video sources... Mm-hmm. Including the the desktop, which is one of the features that um, Wirecast has, is you mm-hmm. can do. They have desktop presenter. They can do it, any desktop on the network. Mm-hmm. Um, the way this is set up is it it will be the you know the desktop that this thing is is running on. So you could use Pro Presenter. You could use well anything that that your church uses uh, to put you know PowerPoint to put up different images. You could use that and stream it. Where with Flash Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder. And right. Again, you're stuck unless you have some kind of a uh, switcher in front of right. it. Right. Yeah. So, wow. okay. So there's, I mean, that's one of the nice things. There's, there's features you do get with um, Wirecast that are not going to be available here that are going to really kind of up your game, and that's the, the ability to do overlays and mm-hmm. uh, create a real professional, um, right, appearance like on green you, screens and stuff. Yeah, you don't have that uh, quite yet with this uh, open broadcast software okay. called OBS. If you go obsproject.org is where you can find this. Okay. Um, Give, repeat that again. It's obsproject.org, I believe. Okay. <laughs> I should double check and make yeah. sure. Just it's, do a search. For, you do, do, do a search for open broadcaster on Google. Yeah, that'll show it up as well. But yeah. it's either obsproject.net or obsproject.org. I can't yeah, remember. I can't remember either. Uh, all right, so you've got unlimited number of scenes and, and sources, uh, and then you've you've also got uh, the ability to do separate record and separate streaming. 
Right. So you can, you know, unlike Flash Media Live Encoder, there's just one start button, and it's going to start the record and the streaming at the same time. This will allow you to start the stream anytime you want and then start the record anytime Ah, you want as well. Very nice. That's cool. And then uh, for Flash Media Live Encoder, uh, you could only save your file. Speaking of saving your archives on your hard drive, you can only save it to dot to a dot FLV, or it would be a dot uh, F four V. And, and those are the, especially the dot F four V is just a nightmare, you know, to somebody that doesn't code or doesn't do things to try to edit that. Yeah. Yeah, but with this, with with Open Broadcaster, you have an option of, of saving it as a, as a .flv or a .mp4. Yes, that's nice. A, a much more common right. uh, format. Easier to edit. Yeah, easier to edit. More programs are going to be able to open it and and make changes to it and view it. So yeah, that yeah. is really nice. Yeah, very good, very good. All right. So, uh, what else can we look at as far as the pros for Open Broadcaster? So, software? on the pros side, um, as I mentioned before, it's got the screen capture support, which is kind of where I think the majority of the thrust is the gaming environment. So, they want to be able to broadcast your game you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they also advertise on the website that that there's some um, near term upgrades in, coming in place, and you can. With this, since it is open source software, you can go in and um, kind of dig into the bowels and look at what's coming up and mm-hmm. download a version that may have some bugs that's not ready for prime time yet and that sort of thing. So, But they're, they're advertising uh, multiple stream outputs, which would be a, you know, another really nice um, yeah. feature. And right now it doesn't have scene previewing. So with Flash Media Live Encoder and Wirecast, you can say, oh, I'm going to queue this shot up, and it'll show you the shot that's getting ready to go live. And then you just hit the uh, you know, the go button. With this, it's going to – it just has the, the one screen that's going to be the live screen, screen right. and you start so broadcasting. Preview, really. Okay. All right, good. All right, so it sounds like a pretty good deal here, but are there any downside to this? Well, the downsides and um, some of the cons are that, you know, obviously there's not going to be a toll-free number to call <laughs> and have their tech support walk you through it. And, I, well, I don't think you have that with Flash Media Live Encoder anymore no, either. No, you don't. No. So, um, but on the – you know, so the support may be a little more limited uh, as far as – you know, getting to somebody to help you, although they do have a very robust um, forum. Mm-hmm. And so you can pretty much, I mean, actually more so than I've seen with Flash Media Live Encoder, um, and, and, and such the fact that you can go there and you can search on any issues you were having, make any requests for new features, and it looks like a very lively uh, forum. Area. So chances are, if you post a question on their forum, somebody's going to pop in with an answer. Yeah, and they actually have. I said that you can't um, call a toll free number, but they do have live chat, hmm. which is kind of interesting. Wow, so I didn't you know can, that. and the live chat is really it's a community supported live chat. It's not like uh, where like we have where there's operators standing by to right. to address your deal. These are other people that are very familiar that are just just. You know, contributing their time, I believe, to help people out, and so you can go to live chat. And typically, if you're in, you know, if it's hours of the day when there's going to be somebody there, it will post. I you mean, know, your your live your 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 question will come up, and somebody will address it. So it's really, hmm. you know, I I think the future is very bright for this. 
Okay. Um, yeah. uh, and I was looking through their website. It's actually been around for quite a while, uh, but it hasn't really hit the light of day until recently with some, mm. you know, version 1.0 type of thing. I think yeah. they've had some versions, some pre-release versions. So uh, it's important for you to understand, listeners to this podcast, that we don't have a ton of experience working with it yet. We've done some no. testing, and we like what we've seen. And if you're somebody that's doing streaming video uh, and you want to try it, I would say, yeah, go for it. But but make sure that you uh, you know have a little patience and understand what you're dealing with here, and then understand that you're welcome to call us, and we'll certainly try to help you uh, with it. But uh, you know, we we're not you know we have a lot of experience with Flash, we have a lot of experience with Wirecast and some other stuff. Uh, telecasters right, yeah. or, or not? We don't telecaster, have the but, uh, experience here, but the. But, yeah. As I mentioned, you have the, probably the first place to go would go to either the live chat or the forum, and you right. probably get your answer there. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be this is going to be more of a early adopter mm-hmm. type of product. Right. Uh, somebody that's you know willing to possibly put up with some issues that may occur. But, um, right, but it's 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 worth a it's it's worth a shot. But I, I would you know again give yourself some. Uh, uh, some some flex time there. If you're going to really mess around with it, uh, right. you know, go in to, with the attitude, okay, we're going to try this, see how it works. And, and don't try to set it up Sunday morning and then you're <laughs> going to try to live stream, you know, 10 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, probably not a good idea. No, not a that. good idea using any encoder, but because uh, <laughs> we often are at Setting the other end of that with yeah. hearing the, the, the band or the pastor blaring oh. in the background while they're trying to make something work and for the first time for the first time yeah. ever yeah. yes yeah. so yeah we yeah. highly that. recommend that take a day in the middle of the week when you got some time and some quiet and try to make it work if you have trouble then give us a call then and right. that will definitely be a much better time yeah Okay, awesome. awesome. All right. So uh, as we continue to our theme here on our podcast about uh, uh, live streaming encoders that are software-based, we've got one more to talk about. Yes, we've got uh, another that we actually don't have a lot of experience with, but we've uh, kind of dove into it. It's probably been a few years ago. It's been a while. Yeah, it was VidBlaster, and it is uh, run by a company named CombiTech which is owned by Mike Versteeg. Okay. And so a lot of the references when you're going for company support is going to send you to Mike. Okay. Uh, so I, I kind of get the feeling this is uh, uh, something that Mike had put together, mm-hmm. and he's got probably a, a, little more lim- a lot more limited market than, uh, say, a Wirecast would, because Wirecast is definitely uh, out there and very prominent. This is going to be uh, a tool that I don't think is in quite as many desktops or on as many computers. So it's a VidBlaster. So tell us a little bit about VidBlaster. So, is it available? So on? VidBlaster is a Windows-only product. Okay. Um, I was searching for the current version of it, and I couldn't nail down a date. And actually, if you get into the – if you, you know, Google VidBlaster, it'll take you to their site. They have several variations of products. So there's – uh, different levels of products, and then within each of the levels, there's also different uh, licensing agreements. And so the the pricing can go all over the place. Hmm. So look, okay. just a ton of different flavors of this. Okay, uh, seemed like there were yeah, you could end up with 
probably a dozen different licensing choices with a dozen different prices on the thing. Would you say that this is, again, kind of more geared towards the gaming community? Uh, I'm not sure if it's geared towards the gaming because it's more of a – I mean, the the OBS one is kind of, I think its primary user is going to be the gaming guys, and so they're not real interested in a green screen and some other things. Whereas this one is more of, more looks more like a production studio, more okay. like Wirecast. Wirecast oh, looks okay. more like a, so things with lower thirds and, you know, nice transitions okay. and um, those sort of things. So it's, I think it's more geared towards somebody wanting to produce their own um Show so it'd be mm-hmm. you know kind of geared towards okay. the church industry as well. All right, so it does have the capability of giving you lower thirds. Yes, uh, and then you've got as you were saying earlier, you do have a lot of features, uh, picture in picture. Yeah, picture in picture, and the chroma key with the green screen. Uh, they have multiple layers. You know, it looks like on the surface a lot of the same features that you're going to see in Wirecast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they give you any kind of a this – this is a paid deal, as you mentioned earlier, so is there any kind of a free trial? Well, they do offer a free trial, and it does include a watermark, so I think okay. it's a similar kind of setup to okay. um, to the uh, Wirecast deal. So we haven't, we haven't spent a lot of time with it. We've loaded it and played with it. Um, I don't think a customer of ours has told us that they're using it. Do you know? I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. I remember a few years ago I loaded it and messed around with it. I think Don Young from uh that was one of our web hosts was messing around with it as well. And and I don't I don't know anybody that's using it. Yeah. So I don't know. So we can't, can't attest any, to the yeah. reliability or the robustness yeah. or um yeah. yeah, we we've you know, we we know it works, but yeah. we haven't uh <laughs> well haven't gone beyond that. And again, you know, if you're out there looking for alternatives for streaming encoders, uh, maybe an alternative to Adobe Flash Media Live Encoder, you, you could certainly download this and you could do the free trial and you could certainly mess around with it. Uh, and again, as we just said earlier, uh, you know, don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> kind of a. <laughs> well, and, and a lot of times um, you, know, you download a piece of software and it just clicks for you. It's, you know, it's like, okay, this is how I would have designed this. Right. And it, it works for you as opposed to you look at something like, what is going on and how do I make it work? So right. you, it's set up differently than, uh, say, Wirecast is, but maybe it strikes a nerve with you in a good way. It says, oh, mm-hmm. I like how this thing works, and yeah. so I want to dive into it. Yeah, it's different things suit different people. So uh, getting back to the cost, you said that it's kind of all over the map, but uh, do you have any kind of a So there price? was a – as I was digging through here – there's a home version, a pro version, a studio version. Um, it looked like the one that would fit the spot for the um, for the church would be the pro version, which is priced at four ninety five, which is what the same price as Wirecast, okay. the lower right. end Wirecast, and that was for a single user license. They also offer a desktop license. So I'm not sure exactly what the difference is, but I assume yeah. that it must have a password or something, or you can only install it for a single user on Windows, mm-hmm. as opposed to make it available to every user on Windows. Okay. So, but this the 495 was the single user uh, license licensing version. All right. 
So that's VidBlaster, V-I-D-B-L-A-S-T-E-R, VidBlaster. Yeah, so that's the – so the other thing, I mean, we're talking cons. The cost is a, definitely a con. Um, I don't know if this is a con or not, but we don't have much experience with it, so it's not right. as popular right. as some of the others. And the other piece was that um, it's Windows only. So there is no Mac version. Okay. Interesting. All right. Good. All right. So we've covered VidBlaster. We've covered uh, today open broadcaster software. And uh, are we going to continue our little deal next week? I think we're out of encoders. (laughs) Uh, What about some of the hardware, though? We should probably talk about TriCaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. We should probably talk about a couple of these. Uh, uh, There are some hardware-based encoders that you you would call box, I guess, encoders. Uh Let's probably cover that a little bit next week because they are popular. Yeah, the TriCaster and uh, and that Blackmagic TV studio in a box, they call it ATEM. Yes, we have some customers using that as well. Yeah, you. But you that yeah, we can cover that next week. But I I don't think that streams all by itself. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, you have to have something else. All so right. it's great for you know when we talk about streaming and, and as we wrap up here, let me just make a, a mention of this too, and that is that uh, a lot of times you have to be careful when you buy something that says it will stream because it may not necessarily stream to like servers, Wowza servers. Yeah, it, it streams in house. Yes. So if you want to. Do some things. You have a fairly large facility, and you want to stream to different rooms or different options there. You know, do video and produce a nice DVD. You know, some of those things are great for that. Right. But that's that's yeah. We've run into that as well. ATM or what is it? AT. I don't have it here in front of me, but the the Black Magic device, which is a really nice device, but it won't stream to Wowza servers. Right. So yeah, it, the, the key distinction is yeah, people look at the box and go, oh, it says it streams, so I can stream yeah. live. Yeah. And you can stream live, but it's not going to support a a real a large audience. So it's right. you can have a, a handful of people connect to that particular box in your on your network in your facility mm-hmm. and it'll support that but it's not going to support a yeah. large thousands group of, of thousands, thousands of people, of people right. like yeah that we provide. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So so that that's just but well let's we'll, we'll talk a little bit about I I'd, I'd like you to talk a little more about the Tricaster. There's several models out there. We can give a quick over. You've 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 had a lot of experience with Tricaster. Mm-hmm. In the past, that's that's uh, and again, those uh, those are kind of expensive, but they they have their value. Yeah. Uh, there's also another unit that we'll talk about too that I escaped him right now. One of our customers is using it really likes, and so all right, sounds good. So, folks, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, questions about really anything, uh, we do streaming, we do mobile apps, we do church management stuff, we even do some leadership stuff uh, with people, uh, you can just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And that's the best way to get a hold of us. You can always go to one of our websites like streamingchurch.tv. It's a website. You can go to that and contact us there. But uh, we're available on iTunes. Uh, we put this podcast on several different formats. We're, we're actually on YouTube. If you look for Phil Thompson Live, uh, that's that's my YouTube channel, and I've just always used it, and we have a lot of company stuff on there. And uh, one of those is our podcast, just audio. And then uh, we are on iTunes to search for Church Solutions Podcast. So you can subscribe to it as well, and and you can uh, never miss a podcast. There you go. And and give us a rating. You know, Give us a review. Tell us how great we are or not. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, and then we're on newmediaministries.tv. We usually post, uh, really, it's a, it's really our, our little weekly newsletter. It's on newmediaministries.tv. We put the podcast on there, too. So, all right. Good job, Steve. Nicely done. All right. Well, enjoyed it. All right. Well, we enjoyed it, too. And again, uh, thanks, folks, for spending some time with us today. Uh, he's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. We hope that you have a great week. And we will catch you next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.